0: Do
1: you think it, do, yeah, do you ever think there's going to be another company to take over 100%. It has bro. to be, right?
0: Facebook, Instagram, all that shit's going down like No way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think
2: so. Mm-hmm. I think they're too good at keeping up with the times. They always adjust. What do you
0: mean, bro? Look at the news. Like they're always in the news in the wrong side of the view. So you look at like a company like me that's spending X amount in Facebook advertising. You know how many people are like starting to hit me up in the last 2 weeks? It's like they're hearing all this shit in the news like what's the next up and coming platform? Like it's it's, I don't think it's TikTok. That's a different space. That's a different thing. It's but yeah. there's going to be an all inclusive, and it's going to be way more like I guarantee we're going to have drones this big that we all get, like, we're going to buy for 1500 bucks in like 10 years. And we're going to just pop it up, and it's going to be like a POV shot of like our whole life. Oh, here's me going to Chipotle. Like, li- you're not going to be able to hear it. You're not going to be able to see shit. Like, People are going to be documenting their lives like fucking crazy, bro. And then literally in like 20 years, I guarantee like babies are born and their whole life's documented.
2: I could see that. And the best part is we are going to be able to go back to that and see where we were. And we're c- capturing content nonstop. Mm-hmm. So we get to see like our evolution of the content game because we're getting in it as grassroots. Yeah.
0: Your guys' schedule is like basically just documenting your timeline so you guys can look back when you guys are 40 and fucking successful. You guys can look back and just being like, dude, those floral chairs, like, they changed everything. They changed everything. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, but it's just, yeah. like, that's even, like, something about my country that I love is because we're just documenting fucking everything. That's why we started a vlog. Like, is it going to bring in more money? Maybe. But, like, just, like, having that is, like, mm-hmm. so sentimental. And, like, I look at Joe. Joe I've been working with for the last – I think he's been with us for a year. I heard him and we had a man bun. He was still in college. He was just like a little kid. Now you look at him, like he just looks like a whole nother person. Like when we look at our shit, like we're probably gonna look like little kids.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah and we talk like it too. Yeah. A year ago. Like we didn't this even hit actually, puberty yet. Barely. Is, we is, just uh, grasped puberty. <laughs> I was like
0: I was like on my hard Gary V, like I could we just like so I was like, many one lines. lines content. <laughs> Dude, dude, we all were. It
1: was so funny. The
2: yeah. Gary V one-liners were off the chart. Dude. I mean, if someone had a dinger of how many
1: times it hit, it was just <laughs> ding, going ding, ding, ding. <laughs> the uh.
0: Energizer Butterfly. Yeah. yeah,
1: look at this shit, dude. And this, so, what's so funny about this episode too is we literally take. Look at this, dude.
0: Who is that guy? Who
1: is that guy, dude? Look at us. We're all sitting in, a, in those in that chair or in thing. the it, with the round table. I had just met you for the first time. Oh yeah, we God. just met. We, we talked for like ten minutes
0: before and we just jumped on.
1: We, we just jumped, jumped on. It was it was insane. But yeah, it, it was, was a apart. rainy night, similar to what it is today. This is crazy. Watch this. Right here, we'll lead into it. Listen, to my Gary V spiel right here. Chipping away at it, and it's not nearly as stressful as I thought. I went to bed that night. And I was like, "Shit, do we get distracted by the shadows?" This days? is us talking this about the this is a podcast Halloween a, party. A, oh, like. a way bigger party than they're ready for at a house, like
0: our do we, home. Our home. Our home. Like, do we? Is this do we right get distracted? Value? Are we getting
1: distracted? Like, yeah. I don't. I don't think it's happen.
0: a bad picture. I. Yeah. I don't think it's a bad idea at all, dude. Mm-hmm. I think it's the right move. It's another entry point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can yeah. invite these people and be like, "Yeah, like we're a podcast." They'd be like. What? You guys are throwing a party. You guys are a dope podcast. You know what I mean? Mm
1: -hmm. And that's kind of the brand marketing that I – that my of my like vision of it is just like i want to get in front of there's no way there's no idea i know what that means when we're at like the bar and everyone's like having a good conversation i'm like pitching the podcast to someone through through conversation always there's never a time where i'm not talking about the podcast which may be unhealthy in some instances but it's like dude you know what (laughs)
0: it's passion i enjoy um and speaking on that you guys need to come to the link and drink event yeah we're there so i'm starting a, a new wave marketing yeah. or a new wave networking event um for just anyone who's out there hustling trying to chase something maybe they don't know where to start um or maybe they just want to go and meet other like-minded people um it's held at breweries um every other month discounted beer i'm creating the spotify uh playlist and, and it it's goes to be a good time They're to connect goes out for a while let's go connect with so many people on social media and i just i look up to so many people and i know a lot of people are in my network trying to build different things but there's never been a centralized place to go and link up with these people mm-hmm. and the and very so first link and drink the, will be uh it's on november 6th and it's from to, six 30 to eight. Hey, let's go. To eight. Brewery, free event a hundred percent free i've got a bunch of local clothing brands that are giving out like free like i'm talking like not just a t-shirt like i'm talking like cut and sew rain jackets that are like all branded wow. they're super sick we got some hoodies we got some hats um, just a lot of cool stuff because I just want to provide a ton of value. I want to meet a lot of people and I just I wanna meet like minded people. Dude, hey, how awesome is how that? sick
1: is that, dude.
0: That literally gave me goosebumps. Right? Mm-hmm. Full body goosebumps. Isn't that awesome? And that's like fucked up because like I really think Lincoln Drink's gonna be bigger than Butterfly. Like like nationally, I think it's gonna grow and it like to be a hundred percent and we can like jump into the podcast when we do this, but like and I can explain it again but Oh, we're already on, brother. That's why I like you guys. (laughs) It's the content kings. But that's what I like about Lincoln Drink is because it was more of just like, okay, we work in an agency. We want like an event or something that we can do for fun that kind of lets loose. But like we're still being very productive. Yeah. And and now it's just turned into into like a full-blown company. And it's just, it's actually really, really cool to see that. Because I was the first one. I didn't know what I was doing. Still kind of don't. But like we didn't have any expectations. And now like you guys have been to multiple and it's like, shit dude i started another company i didn't even mean to right? mm-hmm. yeah but it's good because it all it all kind of fits you know
2: oh for sure and that's one of the, the coolest aspects of you bringing everyone together it works for you and it works for your brand and you're also including all these other people mm-hmm. and it's i mean it's it's growing yourself astronomically because you're the face of it you you and and the people that you bring along and then Everyone else that can be included and just grow from those people around it. I think that's the, uh, the the coolest aspect of it.
0: Yeah. It's really weird, too, because everyone kind of already knows each other, but they're going to this event and buying tickets because they just know things go down at those events. I mean, look at the last one. Were you guys there at the last one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The last one, we had like acapella, like microphone singing and like a slow clap at a panel and networking event like you put those three things in like one equation you're like dude those don't make sense Mm -hmm. but i mean we started it and we just like starting dope shit like that's just what we're all about yeah you know
1: i i really like the panel format and that that switch up you guys did because it it was uh like people saw that value right away Mm -hmm. like not only are they showing up for a networking event where maybe they'll meet someone new or whatever um but the fact that they can go there regardless of not talking to anybody and see like Giselle, Gabby, and Sarah, just like throw hot takes out there. And it's in a industry that they're, they actually care about too. Right.
0: And it dude, I mean, there's two parts to it. So one from a business standpoint, we built a business model with influence already in play. So you think about it, most of these people have a network of their own that probably aren't going to Lincoln drink, or maybe some of them are. So each time that these people share it, our audience is always growing. Then we can always change the topic whether we want to go into sports or whether we want to go into what we the first one we did was like photo we had the vikings photographer we had fly touch and um, oscar soda boy yeah Mm -hmm. and people like look up to those people on instagram like more than people actually realize and so just to put them in the room and have them accessible and from the influencer standpoint or the panelist standpoint i'm providing a lot of value for them because i'm creating content i'm showing what they do and i'm building their following so it's just like Dude, it's just a weird thing that just kind of came about that I'm, like, really passionate about. But it just helps everyone, essentially besides me. Like, we started it to, one, get more projects and just get more people, like, around Butterfly. But, like, I'm just such a big brand play guy. Like, I'm not an operational guy. I'm such a big brand play guy. So, like, I was like, yo, let's start a networking event and just put all these people in the same room and just see what happens. Mm -hmm. And then we made that verbal commitment to run it every other month. Now we're definitely running into, like growing pains and stuff like that but it just provides so much value to everyone else that in the long run yes it benefits me but in the short run like i'm not making money off of it i'm not necessarily i don't have the time to network with people because i'm running the event mm-hmm. yeah. um but from like a brand play and like a personal branding experience like it's perfect
1: oh yeah. yeah and i think the fact that it's like an experience too it you know you can make all the content in the world and it's and that'd be great but uh yeah it's it kind of it it sucks to a standpoint um, for yourself where you're throwing these experiences, but you're not necessarily being able to be a part of it or wholeheartedly enjoy it. Yeah. Um, like everybody else does, but to the point where it's it's very cool to see all those people get together and just like kind of be themselves and and grow from there. And, and, and instead of and then now it's what you're doing is like putting names to faces and physical experiences behind instagram handles mm-hmm. like now so i guarantee
0: when, so many people come up to you guys and you're like oh you guys are the back pocket guys yeah no you know what i mean <laughs> it's, <just> like, <laughs> it's, it's crazy it's our mecca
2: night every time <laughs> I,
0: but it's everyone's mecca night which is weird bro because yeah. we literally made and this is obviously self-proclaimed but we literally made paneling and networking cool yeah if i would have went to you the other day and i was like hey i want to go to a panel and networking event," you'd be like sure but <laughs> yeah i mean you sure you want to <laughs> can we go <laughs> yeah.
2: grab beer somewhere else yeah exactly mm-hmm.
0: But, you know, tying the two things, and it's not like people are just getting messed up and getting, like, wasted out there. It's like, no, you're having a couple beers, you're having a couple drinks, you're learning some stuff, and you're making connections. And the amount of, like, just positivity that I get sent back that night literally has me on a high for the next three months, bro. I swear to God. Yeah. Like, I've never been so motivated after one of those events it's just it's weird dude and it's like so unintentional and well now it's intentional but when we started it was so just like let's just throw an event dude
1: mm-hmm. you're like I, I like drinking with my friends exactly. and I like networking but i like being productive
0: too. and i like talking about work and i only exactly. like like my friends i'm always talking about business whether it's your business whether it's a brand that we both can like relate to or it's stuff that i'm doing like that's what i like talking about and i don't have a ton of friends so i'm just going to Build a network of people who like talking about that, and those are my friends. So exactly, hundred like percent. Create what you want.
2: We we feel guilty sometimes talking about the podcast all the time because we love it, and that's all we want to talk about, especially with our closest friends. Because mm-hmm. I mean, they're like they know we it. We get it. Bro. We get it right. <laughs> and when we get to go to Lincoln, drink, you already nailed it. People are asking what you do, or they recognize us, and we have just free re- uh, realm just to talk about ourselves. And everyone wants to hear your story because everyone's interested in it and it's just an awesome event i applaud you for grinding it out from november 2018 and now you're coming up on 007 will it be november again
0: yeah it'll be um yeah it'll be november november it, we're looking at a couple other venues okay um we got some surprises in the works Good. but you know yep <laughs> we can't talk about it yet dude <laughs> no
1: <laughs> that's nuts yeah i, I mean it's. it's been really fun but in terms of like everything else that you're doing how you balance in between i mean the last one at 006, it sounds like you went through a hell storm just through that, just through booking this space alone.
0: Yeah, dude. Um, I guess I'll say that event planning is a beast of its own. It's very sexy and attractive to like be the guy that runs the events and just like being a part of something where 150, 170, 200 people are coming into a room. Yeah. But the small things that you don't realize are the stuff that like really sets you back. And so, when um you know when we were supposed to throw the event at the other venue we get told like literally seven days before like because we were going back and forth in negotiations like okay what if we spin it off this way or what if we do this and blah 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 like what if we just send a tour newsletter between the city and the other venue like we were trying to negotiate for about a week and then it just came and the city just said we're going to shut down all of brick and mortar if you guys try to throw this event so then we're just like okay well we just advertised here's what this event is we're doubling down we got a rooftop like i just hyped that up because i was told we could mm-hmm. and then the back um the back side of it just didn't work out with legal and the city was sending notices and stuff and so i mean i really truly believe that if it doesn't challenge you it wasn't it won't change you and so it was good in retrospect but that was one of the most stressful lives or weeks of my life like i didn't even know what to do with my hands bro like I would literally stay there at night and I'm just like, because you got to realize that like I love Lincoln drink, but it's not my main business. It doesn't bring in the money. It's not like yeah. what I have people on salary for. And so when it has that much of an issue and it's such a big brand play and all these things are going down and I'm still trying to focus on butterfly and like we had labor day sound, all these things that are going down and just last minute, no venue, no free drinks that we just advertise. Now I got to find something with the because I just said that. And I, I hold so much, integrity to what i say to my audiences because i don't want to be that guy that says something and then just falls through so like bro you know how hard i work to get that seven rooftop the venue i still got the free drinks it wasn't free drinks all night long but like i got a 900 hundred dollar bar tab like Mm -hmm. you know and i'm not making money on the event so it's like again i'm just all about brand play because in the end brand really matters more than anything and you see all these businesses popping up and it's not easy to sustain a business, but it's very easy to start a business, and so I think brand is just going to separate it. So yeah, I'll eat costs and I'll eat my stress and all these things early on because I know it's going to be longevity on the back end. Yeah. That so, was, oh, sorry.
2: Yeah. So you're sitting there and you hear that brick and mortars a no play. It's gone. Yeah. What's that next thought process going? I mean, you're 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 still thinking i need to follow through with the expectations mm-hmm. rooftop keep being in the twin cities mm-hmm. um i mean ideas are probably rolling a little bit but how are you able to put things together so
0: we all know the movie wolf of wall street right mm-hmm. pick up the phones and start dialing that was my thing bro so we held a meeting with my leadership team at the butterfly where it's like all right here's the situation like do we get rid of free drinks and just secure a sweet venue is drinks very big part of like why people are purchasing and we concluded yes that was probably a big reason i mean you can go to a concert for 25 bucks. Like, what's going to make you go to a networking event with a panel for 25 yeah. bucks? And so we decided to cut the prices to $10, partial refunds to everyone so we won't get eaten costs on the event break costs, on the fees and transaction fees. And we just decided yes, drinks was a thing. And we just started calling people. Nick had a connection to Yum at seven and i called him and then i got another referral from someone else at seven like it's kind of weird dude like people are just like sending me dms like hey man like really like what you're doing with link and drink if you ever need help with a venue let me know so i hit up all of those people and um actually one guy that went to link and drink like two or three he met me i think he was on your guys's podcast he did like um like the drug abuse business or something, where he was like helping people uh, get Jay Laricus. Jay, yeah, I, yes. I don't remember how he says last in name. Re- he's in real estate, right? He's in real estate. He's in a couple he, other things. He's got event spaces. Yeah, too. so we. Yeah. I mean, he's hit me up multiple times, and I met him at Lincoln Drinks. So we had our quarter three focus day at one of his properties, and he he said, "Hey, if you ever looking for another, it was actually right after the brick and mortar announcement video. He's like, Hey, looks like a really cool venue. If you guys ever need some like real estate over at Seven, like I got a guy." So I hit him up and then um, Nick had another connection was at seven. So I was like, all right, seven, let's sit down. I've got multiple people telling me to work here. Here's the situation. Here's what we're dealing with. We got to do this in seven days and it's going to help you because of this. And it's going to help me because of this. And we can talk about longevity behind it. And so they worked out a sweet deal for us. Like they hooked it up and I, the day that I went there to go negotiate, I pulled up at three, didn't leave till eight. Like, I mean, there was tequila shots taken and stuff when we solidified the deal, but like it was back and forth negotiations on like, they didn't believe that I was going to be able to bring 175 people in there. They just didn't because in the event space, it's like, Oh yeah, you got 300 downloaded tickets, like probably 75 are showing up. It's like, no, I guarantee you more than 150 are showing up. And then we brought in 177. I think it was with literally all of our marketing for every Lincoln drink that we usually have happen is we throw an X amount for a month and a half we couldn't run advertising because we were in negotiations with the other venue. So we ran all of our marketing dollars in seven days. So when you talk about retargeting and you talk about a funnel, like you can only do so much in seven days. So I was just so scared. And so just like, did I just go down the wrong direction? Like, should I just like skip the month and like, just like tell people to chill out. But I just don't play that game, bro. I'm about my word and I'm about my commitment. Like I'm a human. I make mistakes and there's things that I just can't control. But like, if I have any inch to control it, i'm there bro i'm making it happen
1: dude you're a warrior i'm trying to be bro yeah. I love it i i love it because you know i i relate to that so much on so many different levels like the whole drink thing i remember on a, being on a call with you when we're on like we're a month out from Coachella, oh, and we're trying to figure out like why why drink deals are like so important and like the whole play there and you were telling me from the beginning like you have to do it this way like trust me like give them some sort of incentive with a drink and they'll come and right so you're right on that i mean it, what's crazy about that whole thing is like closing down and change like how did your marketing um i guess like strategy shift. yeah
0: how did you strategize in that seven days there was there? no strategy it was just tell the truth yeah it was just all well, truth. we didn't want to we didn't want to be like, oh, you know, screw brick and mortar, like I have a great relationship with them, and I think yeah. their event space is amazing. Mm-hmm. It just there was miscommunication very early on where it just it it couldn't legally happen at that space, yeah, so it was kind of misled there. We figured it out. we're good now i I was just there today, mm-hmm. but as far as marketing strategy goes, I just wanted to tell people like, hey, guys, like there's there's unreleased videos actually because when we were in those negotiations, I was like all right, guys, it's not free drinks, but it's this, this, and this. And I had this whole video and I sent it to him and he's like, yeah, I just got word back from the city. Like it's an absolute no go. So we scratched that video. I spent two hours by myself, like stacked three pillows on the couch, set my camera there. And if you know me about like my marketing takes, like bro, I take like 50, like <laughs> I'm, I need to be like dialed in and they're not amazing. But so I spent all that time doing that. But like our marketing strategy behind everything else is just tell the truth, tell the truth, tell the truth, be transparent, and I kept saying to my team, I was like, hey, this is the most stressful week, most stressful month. We've had a lot go down, but at least we have a starting talking point when people pull up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, even yeah. if it's only 30 people, like, at least we can just tell the story and, like, really connect to people and just, like, let people know, like, no, we're not making a ton of money. It's literally to connect people because we understand that in the long play, that's what matters. No one's going to be like, dude, that dude made so much money off of Lincoln Drink. He's going to be like, dude, they threw dope events. Like... They provided a ton of value and yeah. all these panelists that we've had on, like they pull up every single time because they just know it's like, it's fun, dude. Like you walk in there and you can feel the energy. It does not feel like a networking event. It literally feels like a professional party. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: That's what, that's what you're throwing now is our professional parties for everybody.
0: I don't I don't know if I want to use that. I don't know if I want to say professional party. I want to say the networking event for people who get it because okay, sure that yeah. that industry has changed like have you guys been to a networking event like, oh yeah
1: we <laughs> dude we went to a, like a linkedin local event uh well probably around this time, this last, time year. last year yeah. yeah like probably november or so oh dude it's it it's literally stuffy. the same it's stuffy it's the same exact model like they rent out a space they have a panel and then everybody like talks and it's just super awkward for the whole time and like you lit like it's the same model of like getting people in a room to start collaborating know, but it's dude. just it's just putting our twist on it our like it's just Gen more Z edgy. millennial yeah, just edgy, hustler like. mindset and it's it's genius it yeah. makes sense and it works mm-hmm. um which is what I was trying to or what I want to tap into a little bit is like um like the experience aspect now is so big like we throw we threw Coachella at the end of June and to this day everybody that we talk to that is like loosely connected in our network is like When's, When's the, the next, next Bochella? One. Yep. You're the same way. When's the next Bochella? And, like, it just shows the power of, like, event throwing. As stressful and as shitty as it is when you're, like, in the heat of a right. battle of trying to get people to buy tickets and stuff, like, it sucks. That's why we only do it, like, maybe right. twice a year. But ultimately, like, I just have so much respect for you for at every other month being consistent, throwing these events, booking the panelists, soaking the costs, like, just buying in every single time, all in the same. Uh, In in the same stint you're running your own Fucking company yeah an agency
0: which is Like the most output per person Like ever in any industry Oh yeah, a lot of manpower To the hustles insane but I do Have a big team like Mm -hmm. I have a big team And my team gets it and like we're all equally Invested in like we Just like bro like I just like Could we Be better yeah a hundred percent But when you build a team dude it's like If we just invest into the vision It's just filling in the blanks from there But if you don't have any kind of roadmap or any kind of inspiration, like it's hard to just come in and do the same things every single day. And it's hard to motivate a team. But when you go and talk about like experiences, like your experience at the LinkedIn local stuffy, kind of like weird. You walk away not as excited. Like how hyped do you guys walk away from LinkedIn drink? Like we're we're messing people's Wednesdays up seriously because they happen on a Tuesday more times than not we're messing people's Wednesdays up because oh, they yeah. just want to stay out all night on a Tuesday. Oh, yeah. yeah you <laughs> know what I mean? We've, we've had that one night. we mm-hmm. had that oh, one A night. couple. <laughs> but, but when you talk about experience, like, I want people to walk in and be in like, how the hell did they do this? Bro, we pulled a 60-foot red carpet on the side of 7, downtown Minneapolis. And we just started less than a year ago. Like, dude, that's an experience of its own. So when it's not dressed up super professional and business professional and we have people in snapbacks, we have people tatted up, we have people with the Balenciaga Crocs, and they're walking on a red carpet, every single person feels important. And that's what matters in marketing. The, the reason why social media was so big and boomed so big when people caught on is because I can talk to you personally, I can talk to you personally, whether it's through an ad or direct messaging or just a tweet, I can change my tone and my direction on my marketing. And so when you translate that to experience, I made everyone feel personal, but they weren't dressed up, but I made them feel like a celebrity. And then they got to meet other people. So when you guys walk in, you guys feel a little bit like a celebrity. Cause everyone's like, Oh, it's the back pocket guys. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's social butterfly. Oh, it's stationary astronauts, all these things, but everyone's a hustler. So we appreciate each other that much more. Yeah. And yeah, you have your stragglers that like, maybe they're looking to get started or they haven't started or found that passion yet that there's still room for that hundred percent, but it's the people that actually know what they want and where they're going. Like when they pull up to this event, you get 10x value. Yeah, You know what I mean? I love it, man.
1: That's crazy. Lincoln Drink just... 1 year celebration is really yeah. what this is man this is looking yeah. awesome
0: yeah 007 is going to be crazy yeah i'm excited gonna for it it's going to be different so i mean is there uh, and you don't
2: need to release it you could say you know allegedly at this point but is there going to be a J- james bond theme cuz i am confirming want- yes yeah. it's happening Let's it's happening
0: go, it's <laughs> uh, it's on it's on content now like it's happening <laughs> like whether or not my team decided on that like it's happening <laughs> beautiful <laughs> yeah I no i think i think it's a, it'll be a cool way to spice things up and we've got we've got a couple of surprises in the works and there's a lot more hurdles to be jumped, but mm-hmm. I think it's going to be James Bond themed. Oh, yeah. I, I want like black tie, like classy, because think about it. We've been doing this for the last year and a lot of the same people come to these, but there's new people each time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you almost want to see what all these other people look like dressed up. Yes. So that's another <laughs> reason to come to this next one. We might have like champagne toast. We might have a little bit of a surprise. A little posh, dude. It's just, oh, it's yeah. just I don't know. I'm, I'm grabbing
2: good. a top hat.
1: Ooh. Yo, we need Whoa. a topic. Yeah. I don't need, I don't, I would have to go and like and buy a suit and it's shit. It's gonna be
2: November, so you know we're coming in there with handlebars. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'm already growing my
0: stash right Dude, now. Dude, I was, I was trying to shave the stash, but I didn't have time today. Uh, you look great, man. Are
1: Thanks, you, man. do you grow your stash out? Like, have you do seen my you? brother? Do you I have a twin, twin brother? Yeah, you, we, I, talked yeah, about yeah this we talked about this back. last yeah, time, like, and I've never, I, I forgot bro. about it, to be honest. Has he been at
0: the Lincoln drinks? No, he, bro, he's like, he's super smart. Total opposite. Yeah. Doesn't like talking to a bunch of people like he's more on like the back end, like genius smart type stuff. Okay. Yeah. But I'll show you a picture of doing filthy mustache. <laughs> the nice thing about it is, is I know what I would look like with a mustache. His thick because he looks like me. Yeah. But let me show you this really quick. We were at a wedding. Are you going to grow it out though? Dude, probably not. What? What? God. I don't know if I'm going to close deals with this thing. <laughs> but if you can, that's the whole thing. Exactly. If you can, you can Bruh, close anything. Can we get like the zoom up on like Yes, the- you can. <laughs> 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 it's not a caterpillar. Like there's no synergy between the caterpillar mustache and the butterfly. But yeah.
1: That's amazing. That's
0: thick. I mean, like. Yeah, it's just – he was always, like, the goon in hockey, too, like, throwing the shoulders in the corner. So, like, it just made sense for him to have the mustache. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I love that, man. So, you know, going from Lincoln Drink, I guess, now into how – like, the, what we're Andrew and I are kind of doing now with this back-end show is, like, we want to use this time and this show to kind of step back and, like, bring – people back on the show that are our friends. Like I, I would love to have beers with you more often, but it's like, dude, we're all doing just crazy amounts of different stuff. If we get one opportunity, let's record a podcast and drink some beers, right? I'm all about that. Right. So like But we're drinking seltzers. But we're drinking but we're drinking
0: bolos. And that bolos. Did they are, just release this? Is this unreleased? No, this these is released. Are, uh, first week. A week and a half. Yeah. Oh, see, you guys you guys gotta get them to send you the unreleased, build up all the hype. We, did. Dr- we did that already. We did that. That was already. last week. That was last week. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> My guys. Well, well, two
1: weeks ago, I guess. Yeah. When your when your episode comes out. It'll be two weeks ago. It'll be two weeks ago. Yeah. Time is uh, subjective with us. Yeah, very subjective. But the idea is let's just have beers and talk and catch up. So yeah. I really want to know, you know, in the last year, I know we just watched and I listened to your entire podcast from last year and we were just a bunch of little Gary V boys. <laughs> Not that we aren't anymore, but um, I just give a shit less, I guess, is really what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Which is more Gary Vee than you think. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Truth. So yeah. true. Truth. Um, but, like, what is uh, – What is like the one thing that you can point on the last year where you're like, holy shit, I just grew a ton from that. Or maybe just an experience, something that you want to talk about, get off your chest, inform
0: us of. I don't know. So I would say a couple of things. When we talked last year, I think I had roughly three or four employees. And so I was very confident. We're we were growing really quickly, like projects were we were like on the come up. and you actually
1: said you were growing too fast
0: yeah no like we did dude like because that's what i hate about college dude they don't teach you about like handling people and they don't teach you how to like scale a business they teach you words and it's like in 2019 and onward i can find a word before they even had time to think about how to teach it to me what do you mean by just words product placement yeah i mean like product pricing, um, marketing and all, strategy. And all
2: of the details, like follow that. Yeah, you can find that to snap things, your fingers. Like a business,
0: yeah. I mean, a business plan is like essential to like a college degree, but all these things that they just don't teach you on like how to actually run the business, like mm. quarterly filings and payroll. And like, what does your cost look like when you bring eight people? Like I have eight people now. And so we grew more than double. And I would say in the last year, one of the biggest things that I need to dial in is like one humility when you run a company especially like link and drink like when there's a lot of people there and then butterfly where you're dealing with so many things at so many different times like i'll be the first to admit maybe not to my team but like to myself is it's hard to not get caught up when you're when you're meeting gary v and you're working with him multiple times and you're meeting with like iconic and they're you know like really hitting you up like your boys And that, like, that just gets to you. Like, you get so much confidence. Like, no, I know how to run this. I know how to run this. Where it's like, when you build a team, you can't have that. And that's what I'm learning firsthand. And it's something that I need to work on, that you need to rely on more people on what they're good at versus what you think you're good at. Because, dude, I'm an agency. I'm a people-driven business. And I think I said that in in last year's, but I'm only going to grow by the amount of people. So if I think I know everything, bro, I'm capped. I'm 100% capped but and it's hard dude like i'm not good at this yet i'm really like really really trying to work on this like listening to podcasts reading books and all these things to try to get better at it but i'm trying to empower more of my team and create more responsibilities and response or responsibilities and just like delegation where they're running account management i get filled in on what they're running versus do this this way, do this this way, do this this way. Now, are there times where we make mistakes and I'm saying, here's how I would have done it. And I'm like trying to explain my reasoning behind it. A hundred percent. But when you're actually scaling a company, I have no clue what I'm doing. (laughs) I have no clue what I'm doing, bro. Right there with you. (laughs) A hundred percent. Like I have no idea what I'm doing. And so like we're hiring people and I'm like creating job descriptions and stuff. And granted, I learn a lot from my clients because they're usually further in than I am. But yeah, that's just like, The one thing that I go to bed sleeping about and thinking about every single night is like, how do you become a better leader? And it's hard, too, because in an agency, everything's due tomorrow. (laughs) Everything's due tomorrow. Everything's on a short deadline. And so it's really hard when I'm such a tenacious and like very like all like aggressive and like just jumping on things. It's very hard to not get frustrated when things aren't moving. And so just learning patience and hearing that from other people, like I hired someone, he called me out. He's just like, dude, like there's no way that this person is going to have the responsibility and have the confidence to do so. If you keep telling them every single step, mm-hmm. just give them the responsibility and let them go and then reevaluate. And so th- those are just like small things doing it. Sm- it sounds like so much in the weeds and like so deep and it's like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm trying to be more of my messaging about and saying like, I'm confident I'm hundred percent confident, but I have no idea what I'm doing. But wow. when I figure out what I'm doing, Watch out, like I'm tripling down, and that's exactly what we did with Lincoln Drink. Like, we didn't know we were doing the first couple events. I think the third one was like our least amount of people. We had like 50 people, and we figured out what exactly went wrong, and we tripled down on what went right. And now we're sitting at like on average 170 people at a networking event. Like, those are actually good numbers for a networking event. That's oh, not yeah. natural, those are great numbers. Yeah, and but, I
2: like to flip the switch a little bit and just let you know that you kind of do know what you're doing to an extent, you might not know what you're doing three months from now in in retrospect to what you want to accomplish that very minute. But like, so for example, Lincoln Drink, in that very first one, all you want to do is bring people together. Yep. That's what you knew you wanted to do. Yep. And you did that. And then you, you kept on working through that to optimize and make it as personalized and as beautiful as a product as
0: Brandon Polizu can and the people around him can. shot hold on. Shout out for pronouncing my last name right. That's like two people in my life that like actually nailed it, bro. <laughs> Hell
1: yeah! Okay, carry on. <laughs> I
0: I butcher everyone's last name, so for
2: me to actually hit it is huge. Yeah, that's big. <laughs> huge. Jimmy
1: Farrow and I, or we were talking on about you like right at the beginning of the Jimmy Farrow podcast or uh, James Farrow. James Farrow. James Jimmy. He, I mean, he calls himself Jimmy, so he I've did, been what? going. Oh, oh yeah, that's we've the been. First I've heard, and he's yeah. my boy. I know. We. He said, <laughs> no, it "I'm like, gonna hit him with the Jimmy text." No, hit him. Hit him with the Jimmy text because he was uh. We were just talking. I was like, "What's his last name?" We, like, pull a Suck." And we're like, no, <laughs> "Dude, that's not, actually not, how brother. I got pronounced
0: at a hockey tournament." It's like, man. and we were on the same disrespect. team, so they got it twice, bro. <laughs> My <laughs> parents just left. They just hit the bar. Yeah. They're just, like, not dealing with the repercussions. <laughs> that's oh, awesome. Man.
2: But yeah, like I was saying, like you have an ability to you may not know exactly what you want to do, but you have the confidence and you have the wherewithal to have an observation of like, I need to include these people. I need to include myself and I need to gather around these common themes and move towards that. We might not have the specific blueprint of ABCD all the way to Z. You'll veer off to A1, A2 and then continue to move through it. And that's what I mean. I am very impressed all the time when I'm around you, is your ability to adapt like that. But I, you need to give your more credit, give yourself more credit when you say you don't know what you're doing. I believe sitting from a bystander and watching you grow, yeah. is, it's pretty awesome, and I love being a part. Whenever I have a chance to be a part of the social butterfly, the link and drink movements, I want to do everything for you. That's why when Nick texted me, can you do audio? I barely can do audio for Talk us. Talk about
1: not knowing what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and and
2: you have speakers that are picking up sounds from the microphone and I'm sitting there like YouTubing everything I can just because I want to Damn, show- you look like you knew what you were doing. I tried. <laughs> yeah. I was just sitting there and I was like, I need to show these guys that I care. And I was like, Everyone was, like, uh, socializing and everything. I'm sitting there on my yeah. phone, like, looking at YouTube videos, yeah. trying to figure out how to work the gain and everything. I'm like, I have
0: no idea what I'm doing. And I appreciate that. Yeah. But, dude, that's what I love about Link and Drink is because, like, we're able to, like, tie in all of Minneapolis where it's, like, yeah. sound and uh, stationary ash in back pocket. Like, all these things that were – I mean, you guys had half of the people that have ever been to the Link and Drink on the podcast. So there's already a formality where it's like, you guys are doing your daily business and building up your brand. I'm doing my daily business with Butterfly and building up my brand. Lincoln Drink's just like a platform. It's you know a what I mean? collaboration. that's what's weird about me. I like building platforms. Mm-hmm. Like, you think about Butterfly, it's a platform. Like, what do you want to do in life? An agency can build a roadmap to get you to that point in life. It's the only company that can directly go so versatile. You want to be a painting artist. Great. I can, I can actually do that in probably five years. You want to be a sports agent? hundred percent. Let's make it happen. You want to be a project manager? I need you right now. Shout out. If anyone's looking for a project management position, let me know. I had to put that in there. love that. (laughs) You're, you're building a platform. That's a
2: launch pad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And that's my plan. Like I just like being a part of things. It's not necessarily like, I mean, I definitely like money and like monetary things and, material things like i'm self-aware about that i really do enjoy those things but they don't mean everything to me what means everything to me is like what's my longevity what's my legacy like what do people remember me for and there's things that i don't want people to remember me for and there's things that i want people to remember me for so just like really honing in and like i look at things at quarters now just because i run a business and so like i'm focusing quarter four on q4 like, baby dude, four, put dude. those fours up q4 four mm-hmm. with a product company is like one of your biggest clients like it's your mad mouse, but yeah. um, quarter one, like I've already got goals. Like we've got some things in place where it's like right after quarter four hits. Like number one, January one, we're moving into an office in St. Paul, so we have two offices operating, which is a big play for us. Um, now you'll th-
1: finally be up here hanging out with us a little bit more,
0: dude. I'm in St. Paul. I you live say, in St. Paul now. Are you living? In in with I'm only. I'm only. In Man- yeah. Live oh, that's Ian. right. You live yeah. Yeah. I'm only in. Uh, I'm only in Mankato one day a week, okay, and cool. um, we've got an office down there, and we utilize like the college students and. It's really good for us because we're giving college students real experience with spending real money and seeing real results because the College of Business and all these colleges, technology and social media and content itself is moving way too fast for them to create a curriculum around it. So we're trying to create like a university-wide partnership where we hire students, give them the real experience and then like Microsoft target all these places it's like a are co-op like, essentially. Yeah, yeah, so that they hire them and they're just like, "Wow, these guys are great. I don't have to spend the first 3 months of hiring them like I do with every other school because of social butterfly." Yeah. So that's the big play, but again, dude, it could change tomorrow. Like yeah. I'm such a like I want I don't want to I'm a visionary, I'm going to say it. I'm a visionary. I'm all over the place. I get very excited about big ideas. I'm a little, like, I'm a lean into the operational, but I just hired, like, an integrator. Like, he's doing all my details. He's building out, like, he built out a company directory for Social Butterfly. Like, I never thought that would happen. But, like, it sounds so stupid, but it's, like, you see on the Google Drive, you're like, I'm seeing something here. Yeah, I'm seeing something big. You know what I mean? But it's, like, I need those people around me because I'm an idea guy. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a big brand, like, idea guy. So
1: It's tough. And what's cool, too, is, like, i mean to andrew's point is like you 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 built all of this off of like just doing it man just running straight at the the objective and the idea that you want to do mm-hmm. and like there's all kinds of repercussions and and things that come along with this but what i would suggest to you because you were talking about struggling with like letting go of the th- of certain things delegate to elevate imagine you have you've hired someone that is a mini brandon for his specific task and you're allowing him to be you in that lane and just letting him go and do that is only going to help the the big brand, the big idea, the
0: vision. A hundred percent. Just
1: like put, have a, have a little bit more empathy, right? That's the word, right word where you're putting yourself in someone else's yes. shoes. Yep. Yes. Yep. So like have empathy when you are delegating. I agree. know that Joe is going to fricking crush it when he's taking over social media. Mm-hmm. know that ad dad is going to run the ads. Shout out know? ad dad. Exactly. Well, yeah, yeah. We created an icon.
0: We're like, we At can- one point, we have to release like a little figurine, like a little like toy that's just like replicating Ad Dad, like holding Sparty, mm-hmm. little dog. He's mm-hmm.
2: got a, a little bit of stress on his face, A little bit, yeah. just like the
0: little bit of like the gray, like, mm-hmm. so, like he's gonna be a silver fox. Yeah, like, he's, yeah, he's, yeah it's a, a Mona <laughs> Lisa, it's a
1: Mona Lisa type thing. For <laughs> he's gonna sure. be chilling too. <laughs> yeah, you guys need to start doing memes with Ad Dad and just be like, yeah. Th- hey, I heard you guys are the meme lords. So. We love memes. We're working on yeah. memes. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're realizing it's a cultural thing. We're getting <laughs> behind it. Yeah,
0: it's not about Instagram. It's about. That's you need to get here i know you guys are already gonna ask me who do we need to get on next like yeah, who do we need we need that dad need yes. yeah okay. i think we just need like a different perspective like yeah. you kind of be like more like a caleb like mm-hmm. more relaxed a little bit more like th- thorough thorough can we, get, um, can we he'll slow down a little bit because all three of us talk fast and i know dude. so
2: when
1: we get together it's it's fun i know <laughs> i know yeah, this is like a high energy podcast oh yeah so we're just talking a lot we also got the bolos yeah, yeah. There's,
0: there's the Ding, ding. Second shout out yeah, ding, that, ding. We get a little counter. Like By the, the way, out, how
1: does the dragon fruit taste? Pretty good. It's Did good. I, okay. It's a little
0: bit more sweet. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. got a little bit more tang. But I'm a big fan of the cherry. Nice. Really? All right. Sweet. And okay. I'm like I'm, not, like, I'm not like a huge white claw guy. Like, I'll okay. drink them. Mm-hmm. I'll drink them. You're gonna go go
1: there on this podcast and on for all these people. You're not a white claw guy.
0: All right. I'm not
1: a white claw guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just give him a look. Yeah. I don't
0: know. I mean, like, I'll drink what I drink. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I more of like a like a cocktail guy. Me too okay. mm-hmm. Or IPA Oh wow. and Andy Heartburn can't handle that No? No I get Heartburn from that That's why I
1: struggled at Finnegan's all the time When we went there dude It was just like Andy couldn't find a drink to drink It was
0: tough, <laughs> dude Shout out to the fact we went to 7 and opened it up Yes yeah. you did Thank you. Uh, I had dude. gin and tonics the whole night yeah, Absolutely yeah.
1: um, You said earlier What you wanted to make What you wanted your legacy to be And like you wanted to make a difference What is that legacy? <clears throat> thought
0: i'd ask yeah no it's a good question (laughs) i mean i got it tattooed behind my ear i got longevity tattooed behind my ear longevity i got i got a neck tattoo my mom was not happy
2: you just talked about on the last episode you got a tattoo of the social butterfly the day you started right right Uh, here. yeah that that, that was that that was my second tattoo that was your second one so i knew about that but was your mom cutting your hair again when no so so she saw
0: she saw this one which is my cousin which is on my side for the first time when she cut my hair yep she knew about the neck tat because I texted her because I was going to a wedding mm. and I didn't want her to freak out in front of everyone. So I was like, Hey, just so you know, kind of got a neck tat. Wasn't most happy, but it says longevity. Like how mad can you be that? Like I care that much about like longevity and like what my, what my legacy is like to your question, what do I want my legacy to be again? Kind of what you were building off of. Like I'm sitting here and saying like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm very confident. And I just like, I look at like things, it's weird, dude, because I look at things like literally an hour in advance, like, okay, we have to make a decision. Let's just run it and just finish out the repercussions on the back end. And sometimes I look at things, it's like Linga drinks, like, so I'm not making money on that. Like it's funded through butterfly and it's going to be a 20 year long play because eventually we're going to open up branches in Chicago, New York, LA, because I've already got people in those networks. I seem to find the right person to start running it. We'll open up one at a time, but like, bro, that's a national company. Like yeah. if, I had, if I had 15 Lincoln drinks going on in the same month, that's some cash coming in, but that's a long play. What my legacy, what I want to be is <clears throat> if you look up to someone, figure out why do you look up to someone. So a lot of people look up to Gary Vee. Why? Is it because he's successful? For me, it's more of like how much emotional intelligence he has. That's mm-hmm. why I look up to Gary Vee. He's not looking at things on a paper as black and white. I will never do that. I'm just not that type of person. There's those types of people that kill it. I mean, Warren Buffett probably doesn't have a ton of emotional intelligence. He's probably more of like a black and white type of guy. I don't know, Warren. Sorry, Warren, if that's not the case. but
2: It's a fair assumption. You know what I'll I'm saying? It like,
0: yeah. It's very analytical, and there's people like that, and there's nothing wrong with that, but you just have to know who you are. And so what I want my legacy is to like really find out who you are, and I'm still figuring that out. I'm just finding out a lot faster because I'm starting all these companies. And if I fall on my face, am I gonna be known as the dude that fell on his face at twenty six and then like went and did something great? Or am I gonna be known as someone who just like literally chased whatever he thought about?
1: Dude, that's it, right? Chasing whatever you think about, chasing your ideas. I mean, you can do the whole chasing your dreams, whatever. Yeah. But like that mindset is so important. Mm-hmm. Like you can only truly understand the precautions or the, you can only truly evaluate your ideas if you do them. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. You don't know until you know, you don't know until you know, and like your, your legacy and everything that comes from that and all the mistakes and all the success that you have is all from is all rooted in, in, in physically doing. Um, and it's, it's so crazy to like, just think about how um, you, your, your brain and where your mind is at is rarely rooted in the present. I feel you. I, 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 cause I'm on the same page as you with, with ideas and
0: where I want back pocket to go. Like, but that's, what's weird about me, bro, is because like when he pulls up to Lincoln drink and he's doing all the sound and like testing and stuff like, bro, I'm another human right before that thing starts. Like I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm like, I'm so in the present. And then afterwards, I'm already scheming on the next 10 things that we're trying to do. You know what I mean? But like, it's a, it's a healthy balance. It's like, if you're only living in the present, you're missing out on your planning. If you're only planning, you're missing out on your present. So yeah, it's like... It is, there is a balance for sure. There is a huge balance on that. But like I said, dude, like I'm, I'm not perfect. Like I'm still trying to figure that out. And I think a little bit of what I came off in the last podcast is like, I kind of sounded like I knew everything. I kind of sounded like I had everything figured out. And Like we're growing too fast and like, we're doing these things. We're starting to link and drink. And like, there's just so many things that you have to be able to identify and learn very quickly, and sometimes you can't identify that yourself. It's surrounding yourself around people who are real enough that are going to call you out.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and oh, for it's sure. just what it is, and that's so why like, I need this guy.
0: Yeah, so, that's why I need you guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like, I just want to surround myself around people who are doing things because we get each other. You know, yeah. we've met like a handful of times, and like I consider you like my homies. But at the same time, like realistically, if you're talking about like time spent together. Maybe like three hours, like collectively, yeah, you know what probably, I'm saying yeah. I mean, Boachella, maybe six hours, there was three hours on Bochella. but yeah, but at the time, I mean
2: you're you're mingling with other people, and you guys are running the event, yeah and it's like, and then when we see you, you're running the event, exactly, I get, I get my ten minutes to just stand yeah, so each up, other bro, catch up. You're pulling up, yep. yeah,
0: but that's like what I really want people to focus on is like, so in high school, I wasn't popular, my brother was actually the pop- it's weird, bro, it flipped a hundred percent, so my brother was the popular one. He was a cool guy. He had all the friends. I've never, I never had a best friend before college ever. It was always, I would hit up my brother and be like, yo, what are you doing today? Who are you hanging out with? Like hanging out with them. Then when I went to college, like my brother hung out with like all of his high school friends. And when I went to college, I was like clean slate. Let's go. So then I started hanging out with all these people who were like, hung out with Huey and he was very into fashion and like shooting content. And then like, look what that started because I met Huey I started filming content, which like was the whole trajectory of like butterfly. Cause we're so well known for like our social media videos. We're not the Brodsky productions where it's like, yo, we're making movies. We're like in that, in that wheelhouse where it's like, we're pumping out content and we got so big, so quick where it's like, it was only because I surrounded myself around people that I literally wanted to know everything about. And I, I like strive to be more like them. And when you take, crumbs from like i call it crumbs but like you take like little pieces from all your friends and you want to put into a melting pot stir it up heat it up and then drink the potion that's like that's what i do Mm -hmm. so i look at the gary v's i look at iconic mark brazil i look at jeff cole because i've got a weird balance between it's really weird actually i i genuinely think i'm 50 50 between creative and business person which is not typical because most people are like very business and they find their artist or their creativity person. I feel like I'm split so down the middle where it's like it almost holds me back because when I talk about creativity and I talk about creatives and I talk about content, I already kind of know what I want. So it kind of hinders me because when I see that first draft or I see some things, it's not what I was thinking. Where if I was only a business person, I'm like, yeah, it's content. Let's go. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I got you. I think we were, where
0: we're at is like where you have that 50-50 split is really not there at all like we that's good actually bro that's actually really good because you know your your strength and you know your weakness obviously there's some outliers but then you just build a team around it is it going to take longer for a podcasting team to build a team of eight absolutely because it's not reoccurring revenue like until you get to the ad space Mm -hmm. yeah but building a team so quickly when you're on that edge that's my biggest struggle point right now because you just don't know because you want to take it
1: in a certain direction because here's where i strive in bro
0: I strive in, like, sitting down with, like, the Vikings and sitting down and talking about strategy and content for their players to maximize profit. That's my strength. But you put me on a video shoot and you don't tell me any direction, and I can pump out a sweet video for content. So it's just, like, weird. Like, do I want to be more into video and, like, actually, like, creative director? Or do I want to be an entrepreneur? And do I want to be a business person? And do yeah. I want to run a company? I don't know yet. We're right there with you. I and- mean, it's, it's tough, dude. Like, how I- do you guys... And both of those things help grow your company, right?
2: It's not like if I, if you stop being a businessman, I mean, there's other, you'll, you'll still be included. Then I have in, to hire the, the exactly. business person. Yeah. And then if you stop doing the video aspect, you'll hire someone else. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's the give and take of doing what you love and scaling what you love and finding, do I actually love being the businessman? Am I good at it? Do I love it? Does it Does not matter? And you're fighting that every single day and it's not easy.
0: It's right. not easy. And you think about it, dude, like if you look across the coast, like if you look across the whole nation. How many people have started a social media agency? Like we're saturated, dude. Like the one thing that I really think we have going for us is our name. Like seriously, like social butterfly. Like that's a, that's a scalable name. Yep and longevity as well longevity
2: it's the name that goes along with the longevity i mean you can be a one-hit wonder and be wonderwall and you're gone Mm -hmm. or you can stay around and continue to pump out content and continue to do it time and time again and be consistent longevity i mean it's right there yeah Mm -hmm. my guy
0: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean it's just at the end of the day like i feel i feel that like if you don't go to sleep like i have a i have a calendar reminder in my in my calendar every single day 10 minute reflection of the day and it literally translated a lot because that 10 minute reflection is is actually more of like how did i perform were my teammates ignited were they were they hyped up did i just talk about everything that they did wrong there's so many things that go into like The words that come out of my mouth affect my whole company. Like, it's weird to think about that. Because if you're not, if you're in a bad day, like, if you're not someone who likes a rainy day like today was, are you naturally in a bad mood? Right
1: It's like I'm Me personally no I don't give a shit about the rain but. <laughs> See I am
0: bro Like the weather Affects my mood Oh no Yeah
1: <laughs> You know You know what I'm saying Like and I'm trying to but, change that But and not I'm, only does it like affect What you're saying Is like not only does it affect you It affects the whole company It so affects the So building off of that
0: and... I sat down with someone Who runs a really big agency Yeah And it was in tandem with Unreal And he said something That like changed my life He goes You set the weather Of your company Yeah Oh yeah You want sunny days be a sunny day person. Yeah. You want rainy days? Be a rainy day person. And it's tough. Like I said, everything's due tomorrow. Things aren't moving. You just put on five people on salary. Yeah. Like, bro, I'm selling my car. Like, I haven't bought a house. You know, there's all these things that you're just like dumping into your company. And it's like, you're you're relying so much on everyone else's motivation to build what was in your head and translate it and empower them want to build their dreams up within your company and whatever you say affects where that's going every single day Mm. it's weird dude
1: how much do the people that you hire how much how much of what they say affect what you're thinking
0: that's a good question
1: um because don't you think it'd be kind of like could you think of your company your vision your thing as more of a two-way street
0: yeah, I mean everything's a two way street now. Yeah, 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 everything's like a four way crossway. I swear to God, <laughs> four way stop. And <laughs> yeah, no one, and stop. no one knows the right way no, right away. No, no one does. But I mean, yeah, obviously, what they say impacts like what we're doing and what I'm doing. But I mean, it's just like it's a team, dude. Like if your captain's not the one pulling the team, someone's got to be pulling that team. So if I'm having a bad week because I'm stressed out about Link and Drink canceling venues, like. I want the people in my team to be like, no, dude, we got this. Like, are you kidding me? Like yeah. any other team, like look at this room, any other team, they get a seven day notice. They're not throwing that event. Butterflies throwing that event. Mm-hmm, Ling drinks right. throwing that event. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: yeah Cause you're making the final call and, and people will follow that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I was just saying more so like, I feel like you're caught up and like really, really driven. um, Worrying about what, like they're going to do in terms of like what you what you want them to do but i see it more in terms of like there's over a you you hired them on the you you've enabled them you've empowered them now there's a respect and a trust that that is between you and that person yeah and so like now it's now it's time to be the listener and have so-and-so come back into the room and report and be like this is what i did yeah and you're like either like fuck yeah or here i like what you're doing but here's what we could maybe be better right yeah give that feedback
0: yeah i mean it it is a two-way street and that's why we like created a leadership team and like you got to earn your way to a leadership team and we have weekly meetings based on like certain topics and certain issues but i mean it's growing pains dude like no one teaches you how to run a company Mm -hmm. they don't teach you how to run the company
1: you're what 24
0: yeah 25 just turned 24 in july hey there you go you know what i'm saying and look what you're doing I mean, yeah,
1: it's, take a step it's, back for a sec. I know this dude. is lit.
0: I know it is lit. Mm-hmm. It is super lit. And I love it. I love it. But I'm just really working on not letting the stress eat me alive because like I'm telling you, bro, like you hit that eight person payroll. It's like, all right, we got to sell of, some shit. That's a lot of people. <laughs> it's a lot of people. dude. Yeah. And it's their livelihoods, too. Like, mm-hmm. I got to look at that. Like, bro, the minute that they per- turn past 26, like I got to offer benefits. Yeah, they teach you that in college. No, no. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm finding this out through my accountants and like the people that I work with and like what their needs are. And like we started incorporating these one on ones where it's like I just sit down and just catch up. Like, how are you feeling? Are you are you like stressed out? Like, do you want more responsibility? Like, are you hyped up? Like, do I suck as a bot? Like all these things that I just want to ask, because like, yes, it sucks to hear bad news, but like the faster that I know what you don't like, the faster I can get to what you do like. Mm and that's that's marketing. That's radical that's, transparency. That's selling. Dude. That's sitting down on this podcast. Like I want to know, like, what do you guys want to get out of this? Like the fast. What I know, we're not going to sit around and talk in circles. We're going to get straight to the point. We're going to move on. That's why you guys are creating so much content is because you guys built those parameters and you guys are just filling in the blanks, dude. Mm-hmm. And same thing yeah. what I'm doing. It's like, I know what I want. I want big brand plays. If it's not happening in butterfly, am I going to start another company? I started Lincoln drink. Like, that wasn't intended, but it grew into that because my intentions were there from the start. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. And it's time to fill in our favorite blank, the average quality,
0: Brandon. The average quality. So
2: you get to – it's a reoccurring uh, question for you now. It's a coveted question. Do you Co- remember what he said for his average quality? You just listened to it. Uh, or I listened to it no, as well, but I, dude. I blank. I'm blanking. Um,
1: oh, God. I don't it know.
2: could have been something along the lines like of scaling about, too fast. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. I, I mean, you had so just nice. bought the uh, the Neon Butterfly
0: that broke by the way did it like, really dude
2: you were so hyped
1: about that show <laughs> i
0: was hyped about it too ah dude they were trying to film a video to like introduce the new people on the team when we hired like four people and they're trying to get like the butterfly on the sign and i was like out of town and they just texted me like yeah butterfly sign broke dang and i'm like come on Man. that was such a big brand play like it was huge yeah no we're getting it fixed but uh average quality, average Brandon, Brandon. quality. what is
2: your average quality uh now this time around
0: I would I would say it's like kind of what I've been talking about like
2: you've definitely mentioned a few
0: things yeah, that you're you're trying yeah. to improve on every single yeah, day. Yeah, I would just say like I'm human. Like yeah, I can watch a Gary Vee interview or a Mark Brazil interview or like a Scooter Braun interview and just being like I'm I'm that person. Like mm-hmm. I have confidence, I can put my foot down, I can run a meeting, I can run a team, but my average quality is like I'm human. I'm 24 years old, bro. Like the more that I put myself out there, Am I building my brand bigger? Maybe, maybe not. Like when I talk about these flaws, like maybe people are just like, whatever. But that's like true to myself. Like I'm human. I'm very much human. And do I get mad at my team for like messing things up? Yeah. And should I get better about like the way I handle those situations? A hundred percent. But just being as transparent as possible is like what I'm trying to do. And like just lay everything out on the table. And is it, is it stuff we want to hear? No. But is it going to make us better? Yeah. So like kind of what I talked about in the beginning if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. And what's really, really weird about that is, I have this app on my phone, and it sends me motivational quotes. And I max that thing out. It's like eight a day, just like straight <laughs> motivation. What's my that place. app? I I kind of like I think it. it's motivational quotes. I think it's yeah. what it is. it's called. <laughs> okay. It's fire. I'll send it to you. But I was sitting in this meeting. And it was literally two weeks ago. I was in Mankato, and I got the notification. And I'm like talking to these two women about a video that they want for their like private high school and we're talking about all these things and they're just like yeah like i really want and they're like a christian school or something but i'm sitting there and i get the notification it says if it doesn't challenge you it doesn't change you and i look up and there's a sign you know those like hipster signs where you can put the white letters it says if it doesn't challenge you it won't change you whoa i swear bro literally five minutes after i got the notification i look up and it's the exact same quote on there and so like I feel like that's a big sign and I just need to challenge the shit out of myself and just like not get to the point where I'm burning out. Like I need to have that balance, but just challenging the shit out of myself and my team and my company and my brand, and challenging the shit out of my, my peers, like my network, like asking you guys questions, like what are you guys doing to like challenge yourselves? Like what's happening? What's new? Like what are some flaws that you guys are facing? Because again, the faster that you get those things out, the faster that we're going to get to what we actually want. Mm -hmm. Exactly. The the problem is, is like people are scared to admit those things. Like I'm a very good communicator. I suck at dealing with frustration. Great. Do I type in like frustration counselor? (laughs) Like do I type in like classes or like look for books? Like now I have three routes right there that I can get better. But if we don't want to admit that we're bad at something, you're just always going to be bad at something. Nothing's Mm going to change. Yeah. So I, I, love I that that's probably my most average quality
1: i love it. it dude it's it's i mean it's kind of your biggest asset too though like yeah. you just you're incredibly incredibly self aware and you're incredibly motivated and like you are just trying to spread and, and give as much as you can and to your point i uh i got a notification this morning, so at the beginning of speaking of quarters i january q four q four q four q q up. you can't forget that <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's a meme, yeah <laughs> <laughs> All of Q4. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> but uh, so at the beginning of this year, every quarter, I set a reminder for myself. I was hungover on the light rail going back from my night out for New Year's. And I was like, I got to get, I got to find what are four things that I want to do this year in terms of just like, they were more like vague motivational type things. Mm-hmm. And today, start of Q4, I got my last one. Never stop giving. Thing. And I was like, how fucking cool is that? You get a notification on your phone from something you for, like you forgot said eight you did. Ago. Said eight months ago. And it's
0: just like. So what do you relate that to? Like, what do you. Is it like the content you guys are putting out or is there like certain things that else that you're doing? That's like giving like.
2: Hmm. I think I mean, there's nothing more than the podcast itself. We're very front faced with that where we tailor our podcast and every single podcast that we do to the guest. When you come on, it's your hour. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, we'll obviously talk about ourselves from time to time to tie in some things and use some common, Relate, yeah. yeah, relatable experiences, type, some things like that. But the hour is yours, and you get to take it wherever you want. And that's the coolest thing. We Every podcast is different for us in the sense of they get to talk about their story, and they get to talk about their favorite things, and it's our job to be a guiding light. And that's, a, that's our giving aspect on, on the podcast. I mean,
1: there's probably more that we can be doing outside of that. Well, I think, like, I mean, look at the entire operation of, like, what we spend our time on. I mean, it's it's Brandon comes on the podcast. It's then me and you spending eight hours a piece uh, chopping up this content and producing it to put on YouTube.
0: Then it's, And then, like, providing it to the guests then, to share. Yeah, mm-hmm. then me like, that's, listening. That's huge alone, bro. I've been on a ton of podcasts, and some do it and some don't. I will always go back and do whatever it takes to provide you guys your favor just because you guys create content because i mean maybe i'm a little bit different I'm an agency dude but you get it man no i'm just saying like the content you guys spin off it's like easily shareable like post it on my shit like Mm -hmm. it just goes tenfold so it's all about giving yeah
1: and well and that's the thing it's like we we spend hours on hours and hours like chopping up videos of people and and yeah we'll send it to them but I mean, some people just like either like, you know, I don't want to post that or it's not their thing or maybe they just don't get it. We also don't like blatantly tell them like, hey, you have to post something as part of coming on the podcast. Like that's never really been a deal of ours. But we stand on the shoulders of our guests. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We understand. We understand that like us doing that work and that legwork and having over over 100 podcasts this year. Like we know that's going to make an impact somewhere and we love doing it. We don't think twice about it. We do kind of think twice about it now at this point because we're there's so much there's just there's just so much content now, dude. Like it is just insane, and so that's why, you know, Andrew and I are coming into the last end of season three, and we're kind of being stubborn and competitive, right? Like last year, we blossomed at this time because we got to meet the butterflies, the astronauts, Giselle, Matt Wee's. Like there's this whole this time last year was an incredible time for us because we're meeting all these new people around us and dominating our sandbox and now we we took that mold and and then just ran with it this year and we want to finish the year out doing it. Mm-hmm. And now that we've done that, right? You know, going back to your point of like doing and then learning right away. Mm-hmm. Like now we're we're like okay, three podcasts a week is a lot. Three podcasts a week's probably too much. Not any everybody wants to listen to me talk for three times a week. Right. And I was just like looking at that as like as a listener. And so it's really cool to you know, sit around both you guys and hear, you know, these stories of, you know, like you're always thinking about what you, the fuck you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. And it always is changing, man. We're, this is an evolution mm-hmm. of a couple 24 year old guys trying to figure this shit out. And so that's like where we're heading, man. It's like, okay, we know we did this entire year, year's worth, and there's a ton of good stuff in there. Let's take a step back, reflect, pick out what makes sense and run. So what is, what is your guys' like long-term play with back pocket? Mm-hmm. There's a couple different things that come to mind. I think, uh, because we've, we've put, you know, you talked about 50, 50, 50 with business and podcasting. I think what Andrew and I are very curious is it, on is the business side. We have put probably 90% of our eggs into the creative side, how to make a good podcast. we just love doing it. Yeah, we yeah, just yeah, love yeah. doing we've
2: it. We've never yeah. cared about making money yeah. off of it. And now it's, but now not, it's
1: gotta be sustainable. It's gotta be sustainable.
2: and And, that's what i was gonna ask i don't know
0: if we want to do on the podcast i was gonna ask like what's your business model moving forward because like you guys can't just be funding this with your daytime jobs if Mm -hmm. you want it to be like what i think you guys want it to be but maybe you don't maybe you just want it to be a side thing which is nothing wrong with that but if you do want it to be something bigger like there's got to be money coming in whether that's sponsors and whether that's just like ad revenue or what that looks like
1: well i think that's the first step right like we need to figure out that side of it and
2: And what we're doing to figure it out is scaling our audience Mm -hmm. so we are are spending the last two months of our podcast truly looking
0: at all the numbers and like diving into love that you guys put that out by the way like Mm -hmm. here we've had this many hours listened and this and this yeah that just like put it into retrospect because i see you guys posting like i have your post notifications turned on Mm -hmm. oh thanks yeah yeah, yeah seriously i do i do that to people i care about but when i see that consistently coming out like what does that look like long-term and what is your guys' actual motive and like mm-hmm. what's like, what's your goal with it? Is it to build revenue and have this become your full-time jobs? Like, do you want to create like something similar to Barstool and create like an empire? Or do you want to just be a podcast and throw some events? Like there's so many questions to be asked that, I think people should know.
2: Mm-hmm. And and we're trying to figure out those answers. Yeah, there's a hint of Barstool in it because we want to build that empire, that that belief in back pocket where you are wildly average, but you have an extraordinary passion to achieve these really awesome things. And we're trying to tap into uh, other people and and like work through maybe podcasts with them, sponsors. Um, tap into businesses. There's a lot of things that we're trying to use the numbers and where people are listening and where they're coming from, who they are, and then showing that to external people and being Mm. like, oh, okay, these are the people that are buying into you. I want to be a part of that and I want to do something on my own. And I, I think you could help me if it's powered by back pocket type of thing. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's got like a 1% lookalike. It's the lookalike audience. (laughs) Oh, exactly. (laughs) It is what it is. Yeah. 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 And like
1: what you've been super crucial in like helping us realize that is like, you know, instilling some reflectiveness of like who listens to back pocket? Like, why is it that we show up to Lincoln drink every time? And we feel like this is our mecca night because people are like, Oh, back pocket. We know you guys, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, these are like the hustlers, like these guys, this type of niche person, the person like navigating through their twenties, trying to figure out what they want to do. Are the people that are most interested in this podcast, right? You look at that, and then you look at the best part about all of this is we have over two hundred podcasts of data to analyze.
0: Stupid data, have we, which like most people don't. No dude. one has
1: that, and so that's our that's our golden nugget, right? Andrew and I have to look at that and then make it a, make a make assessments, make judgments, cross cross-reference that with what we'll have most fun doing and trial and, and then fulfill it. needs of the people that we think need it mm-hmm. go on a sales pitch and start trying to hit those and that like if you're, you're talking more futuristic like that's that is step one like start trying to fill f- fulfill needs of different brands companies where we're having fun they're having fun and we're making money and this is now something that is a is value given in both directions once i can figure that out now I can go to everybody. Else. Now I can start to build a platform. Now I can build a network of different podcasts that are doing that exact same thing. Do I want to jump right to making other like podcasts and stuff? Sure. Absolutely. But like, I can't do that unless I find a business model that works. You need ourselves. a structure to build up. Yeah. So yeah. we're still building really the structure, but the best part about it is like, we're going to have a really good direction when we're able to sit back and look at even season three alone, where we have full production Full audio, yeah. Because every single one had full, video and audio, right? Every yep. single one, start to finish. Which so we'll season one did not? Season one, did did season two, nor did season two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I mean, you just you just saw your oh, yeah. I got cut out, bro. You got cut out just now mm-hmm. uh, talking about Lincoln Drake. Yeah, it, it, we, we were, we were filming that. on one GoPro on a in the middle of a wooden like this same exact room in a wooden in wooden chairs on a wooden table. And we met you for the first time. The audio was fucked. I'm telling you, like we did not dial this stuff in until February this year.
2: And that's and that's a reflective period on us. And that's what we're trying to learn every single moment going forward and evolve and get better because we love this thing and we don't want it to go away. And this brings the time and on our show where we get to ask you, Brandon, a simple question. What did you learn today? So we got to share with you like something that we're fucking trying to learn mm-hmm. so hard mm-hmm. and we are not going to be great at it. Like like you've been mentioning throughout this podcast. We don't know what we're doing. We, we got an idea. We got an inclination. We're going to go after it and we're going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Brandon, what did you learn today that maybe made you a little bit better of a person um, that you took away a little golden nugget that you your little crumb that you're putting in your back pocket? So is it, is it reflective
0: as like the last like day or like on the podcast right now? Uh, 24 hours. Okay, yeah, okay. Because so it's been a hustler day. 10 yeah. hours yeah. Yeah. of so, Q4. Yeah, this is this is a great time because we just talked about like, because we're looking back on like what we said in quarter three and we're looking at quarter four. And this is like my fu- first full year of looking at quarters and we operate off an entrepreneurial operating system, EOS. It changed the trajectory of my business. It's it's amazing. Nice. Um, but so we're sitting there and looking at, what we talked about in quarter three, similar to kind of what we looked at here, like that was a year ago. What did I say a year ago? And what does today look like? They're hundred percent different. I would say the thing that I learned today is you can set a plan, but you have to be agile and you have to adapt and you have to have the confidence that if the plan fails, you got to have something in the back pocket. Yo, and that's, <laughs> that's a plug. That's a plug. What is real quick? What is in your back pocket right now? Like physically or like? either or <laughs> mentally or mentally. mentally what's a habit it's a habit thing that you're like this is this is what would you rely on in this situation that you just put yourself in i would just say i'm a hype man dude like i get people hey. excited and like i'm not just a hype man that just like talks and talks like i lean a little bit in the operational side but in my back pocket dude like if you tell me we got to get something done today i'm 99 gonna get 100 of it done hey. mm-hmm. you know what i mean like there's so many things where people just like they'll ask so many questions before they just jump into it. And it's like, I guarantee if you didn't ask me any of those questions and you just sent me that first thing, it would have been 99% of what it should have been. And that's my confidence. That's where I come from with like, when you see me setting up for Lincoln drink, or you see me like filming on a day for butterfly, or like maybe like I just came from Arizona and we were just filming a video with me and Huey, like, I just like I'm, I can throw things on the spot and I can just like have so much confidence that it's going to be what it needs to be. And maybe that has a little bit of me of like being a visionary and like what i see myself in but there's just so much more to it that most people don't have
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what'd you learn today andrew uh i learned a great
2: deal of being in client relations so i've been a lot of behind the scenes working uh Cause at, you're working at media bridge right i was working at media bridge uh the beginning of the year and now i'm working with caleb um, oh, nice. and his company social works nice and he has me doing a lot of the stuff behind the scenes, implementation of the marketing strategy, ad buying and everything. And now he's just starting to uh, l- let the leash go and have me work the client relations. Delegate and elevate. Delegate to elevate. let get right here, yeah, dude. We're taking on. Automate more.
0: the process too. That's another one. Mm-hmm. Automate the process. Yes, sir. And so I got to like be client facing. I'm not in meetings
2: at all during the day. Like I get to do my own thing. I get to hammer out my tasks and I'm in meetings with Caleb. Mm-hmm. He tells
0: me what to do. I ask the questions and then I follow through. Shout out Caleb, dude. What? of the, mm-hmm. okay. Two things about Caleb, the world's best copywriter on Facebook, right? Bro. I don't know how this dude doesn't have a million likes on Facebook. <laughs> From like his garage sale shit to like just his normal copywriting. This dude's an animal. Number two, just a good guy yes it's a really good The uh, first time i met him i was like i really like that guy that was the exact words out of my mouth mm-hmm. he's just very calm collected and just like seems like he has a lot of empathy i like that guy absolutely yeah. and
2: and he he spreads that with me every single day and now i got to deal with it as a, a client facing yeah and i have to represent the brand and you know answer questions of concerns And i'm like holy shit caleb has to do this all day long of answering these like pretty weak questions by the clients and it's just like, yeah, we're, let us do our job. We'll, we'll get you the results. Yeah. Why you got to ask me those pointless questions and I'm in it for an hour and a half like you're just like helping feed the little their little needs and I'm like, let me do my thing mm-hmm. and then I can get you those results but if you ask me these questions right now, can't get it. But, you have to work through that, and you have to show them. You have to have empathy. You have to care, and uh, so I'm learning that, and that's something that I started
1: today. And I'm gonna be going through client relations game. I cannot wait for this.
0: What'd you <laughs> learn, that, Um,
1: I learned that the most popular like movie candy. I so they came out <laughs> with this. Uh, <laughs> I knew you would have something. They this had this far left field. Uh, right? Yeah, no, no, this <laughs> is this is fucking nuts. To <laughs> <to this. laughs> so they did. Uh, Lights, camera, action! Pod just came, which is like a barstool movie podcast. Just came out with this uh like breakdown of every fifty all fifty states, and each like favorite movie candy in each one. And Hold on,
0: is it Sour Patch Kids?
1: No, dude. Minnesota, Minnesota's like favorite candy is Almond Joy, which is fucked like Fuck. so fucked. Almond and you're talking about
0: that shit with the coconut and shit, bro. Yeah. They they titled it
1: as candy, and then listen to what. uh North Dakota's is freaking baked beans, dude. Baked
0: beans at the movie theater. <laughs> no, I'm not at the movie at theater. The movie theater, dude. Bro. I was shocked. So had, it's it's no fuck. dates going on there. No like, dates. Who just. says like yo, you want to come to a movie with me? Like we'll go to the ten o'clock showing.
1: Make sure you bring your sh- make sure you bring your spoon. We got <laughs> yeah, b- we got baked beans coming in. Yeah, high. yeah. In, yeah. It's in like, your white
0: undies. Just, just pour a little bit on the popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. I just want to show you, dude. Guys. That Whoa, is savage. Tough, it's
1: it's uh, the
0: the stupidest
1: thing. Yeah, here it is. Uh. Favorite movie candy by state based on social media, Walmart and Target. <laughs>
0: Which I don't understand all oh, they, they type in one. hashtag movie candy or what? Yeah, so dude. we got
1: we got almond joy coming in Minnesota. We got baked beans in North Dakota, MMs in South
0: Dakota, Candy Corn in Iowa. What's uh what's what's Maine? I feel like Maine's just gonna have something savage. Bunch of crunch, dude. Oh, see that should
1: have been Minnesota. Bunch mm-hmm. of crunch goes hard, That's dude. That's legit, dude. Mm-hmm. How about this dum Dums in Colorado and also dumdums in Florida? Interesting. Wow, interesting. You never expect that, right? No, but I love Dom Doms. How yeah. about this, dude? Wisconsin. What do you guys think this one is? Cheese. Mm, I was gonna say cheese curds. You guys are spot on. Craft cheese slices.
0: What?
1: Yeah, bro. What gross. kind of movie theaters are this these? Is, this yeah. is not a. I these can't... are
0: like these are like like the list that they like smuggle into the movie we theater. Did, yeah. Like, yo, get that bushes based <laughs> beans. on social. Yo, based on those
2: craft slices. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? With the, the paper <laughs> plastic. Like, we're
1: all data guys right here, and this is a bar stool post. Out of these three companies, social media just said based on social media, which is like unbelievable. Walmart <laughs> an and Target. Like, what? What do you think their data set was like? Actually, looking like to get these these numbers, right? Because they skewed them. They obviously. probably
0: tasked an intern mm-hmm. and said, "Come up with yeah, <laughs> top candy from like." Have you guys figured it out?
1: Like, this one is uh, what's the one right below Wisconsin? Is that Indiana? No, it's uh,
2: Iowa. We got a map for uh, reference. Yeah, no,
1: Illinois. Sorry, it's Illinois. Oh, it's my state. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Don't want to throw it under the bus, but yeah, it's Illinois. Their favorite candy is Sixlets. Don't oh. know what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's like, you know the, they look, kind of look like a caterpillar. Yeah. Oh, are they like, like runts kind of? Mm. Runts. Yeah, but they're like chocolate inside. Oh. Mm, I think. Speaking That's of Sour Patch kids, yummy, though.
1: Um, what state is that? Uh, oh, Missouri. Missouri loves Sour Patch Kids, it turns out. I love Sour Patch Kids. How about this, dude? Louisiana coming in hot with Pixie sticks, And this is like another thing right here. This is where I'm like, I don't know if I'm really buying this whole thing. Texas black licorice as i favorite. see that
0: i see that i feel like that's a texas thing mm-hmm. you think so yeah okay so yeah. we're all bought and, in and on they that. spit while they they eat the black <laughs> licorice too oh my yeah. god they dude. mix it in with their chew yeah oh
1: <laughs> look man. at this dude hawaii and alaska both came in with wax bottles
0: as their uh yeah they didn't do enough research on them i think they i just, don't think they had a white they just had set. leftover yeah. candy that was their sponsor it's like yeah you guys yeah <laughs> I, I guess dude
2: <laughs> whatever dude Tough. god yeah. all right oh, well well that's what you learned beautiful yeah that's that's, that's that beautiful. is what that is what i learned i, I appreciate what you learned absolutely because i learned with you yeah, yeah i think no, we, we all learned, we, we, we all can
1: learn a thing or two from my dumbass brain so yeah i <laughs> think that's that's really what it comes down to exactly hey
0: we talked about confidence today you need the confidence, confidence. i do, I, do. I, I need some confidence <laughs> right
1: and now. uh has got confidence right now
2: because you're heading to comedy here you got yourself an eight minute bit for the first time yeah eight eight how's that eight eight going o'clock. by the way how's that comedy the comedy thing going? yeah
1: dude i'm coming in on a year. And uh, are you professional yet? No,
0: no, no, no. I'm far from it, man. Do you get nervous? Yes, still. Really? Yeah, I'm not. What, what makes you the most nervous? Is it the fact that people might not laugh at your joke or is it the fact that there's a lot of people in the room?
1: Um, none of those things. I, when I go up on stage, like I'm the most confident, I'm ready. I'll, and if I crush, I crush and I'm comfortable. It's the times when I tell a joke that I think is funny and all the people in the room are silent those are the hardest times to remain comfortable and yourself and confident. Like I need to be able to like sit, like tell everybody out loud and like be transparent and just be like, yeah, that was a bad joke. Like, sorry, that was tough. Or like make fun of myself. And then yeah. like find more creative and like, iterative voice. playing to, off of the audience yeah exactly to been like, be like cue
0: the cricket noise because that one wasn't funny exactly <laughs> <Just> like that <laughs> but like when you tell a
1: joke that you like spend some time on and like the girl in the front's like jesus fucking christ what what's your you what's said? your
0: process on that like do you just sit there and just like think of funny shit and just laugh to yourself um, <laughs> like, yes, is it, sitting like sitting do you get like bed. drunk by yourself like no. what's your process i mean there's a couple different
1: ways i go about it but it's um i mean experiential right Mm -hmm. things that i see around that i'm like that's a bit that's a bit and that's a bit and then i'll go home like andrew said i literally laugh myself to sleep sometimes where i'm just like i got my book i'm writing down the different jokes and i'm trying to come up with bits what's nice now is like i know the difference between like a premise and a punchline Mm. so like typing orders
0: that's like a that's a big learning curve in the comedy world
1: because you can think in the the biggest problem that i had which was thinking a premise is a punchline what is the premise? Break so it down. A, so a premise would be like with the bit that Setting I posted, the Scene or
0: It would be like
1: a, a subject Tell me so a joke. Like,
0: Tell me joke on the spot right now. So
1: like the Google bit that I had. Have you seen that one on Instagram?
0: Mm-mm. You Go guys put out too it. much content, bro. No, no, no it's yeah, on I'm my trying... it's on my personal. Oh I don't I don't um, have that turned on. He doesn't <laughs> I'll turn it I'll turn it on, it on no, 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 you, don't, you don't need to do it, dude. You don't need to do it. It's not worth it. I'm going to. I'm going to now. So like so
1: the Google bit that I had, um and I still have, but the uh, the premise is like I struggle with typing the word like typing words into Google and not even Google knows what the fuck I'm talking
0: about. <laughs> I actually did see that now that you say that. Okay, right. So that's that.
1: a premise, right? Like it, sure. It, we get a little giggle, like, huh, I do that yeah. too. But like, what do you what do you say next to like? Actually, really get them to laugh. You set the scene, right? Yeah. Everybody's typing their a word that they don't know into Google and it what that is. It still doesn't know so what you're talking about. It still doesn't so know what is what you're the punchline. So then the punchline is, Oh, well, when I type it in, like, I imagine there's a Google headquarters around like there's a Google headquarters looking into my phone and there's a guy named Craig on the computer saying like Oh my God! Everyone gather around. Declan's trying to spell hors d'oeuvres again. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. One. Right, and I'm like, fuck! I don't know how to spell hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. No one knows how to spell hors d'oeuvres. Yeah, does it start with an H? Yeah, and it starts with an H. Like we, I literally there's we an the, apostrophe in there. There's an apostrophe. There. I mean, yeah. it's all this bullshit. And I'm like, hey, just say snacks. And like yeah. that's uh, <laughs> right. So like the idea of when you're writing, you come up with a subject. Like think about it in an email line. It's the subject mm-hmm. line, and then within that email body, you're writing punch or punch jokes or punchlines that you think will be funny i see so when i see an experience or something that's funny i'm like okay that's a premise that's a premise that's a premise so, and then i go sit down and write all the
0: jokes from that so you'd probably be like a professional newsletter content creator yeah i've been thinking about that i'm i'm a, I'm, I'm looking yeah
1: I'll write copy. <laughs> right, copy, dude. It's just going to be funny, and it's going to be me. That's pretty much what what I can sell <laughs> Which it is
0: exactly you. what Back Pocket is, which I love. Yes, awesome, sir. Man. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think that
2: speaks to what I'm going to finish off the podcast with as a feel-good story.
0: Dude, absolutely. Go
2: so, for it. A little bit that. of a feel-good story. Decky performing. He's got eight minutes tonight for the first time. Okay, Don't that's, let me get hot. Don't, don't let him get they hot. let me get hot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to go. I don't want that. you to be
0: hot, bro. I want you to be spicy. Ooh. Okay, all right. <laughs> so that's a feel-good story in itself.
2: Location. And then we've already mentioned it to kick off this podcast. Lincoln Drink 007 coming up on a year. We sat in this very room, a little bit different setup. We had a wooden circle table. We were I met you guys for chairs, the first time. A
1: little more average. Very this average. Is very much average. less average yeah. the second
2: time around. Yeah. Uh, a little more comfortable, I feel. We, we know each other and we get to celebrate a year of you trying something new, failing some, at some point to uh, then come out on top and continue to push forward. I love being a part of. Your circle and th- all the other people that have been included in what we do, whether it's Giselle or Nick, all the in- and everyone in between. It's so awesome that we get to sit here. You're 24, we're 23. I mean, working on 24, oh, you guys are we're gonna 23? get three. Yeah, we're getting to 24. Damn. We'll get there eventually, um, and we're just having a blast. At the end of the day, we're having so much fun doing it, and it's something that we care about. And we're never gonna stop doing it because we love it that much. That's the feel good story. Brandon, thank you so much for taking time out of your Q4 prep on a Tuesday night. Thank
0: you, bro. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me on. Much love. Much love. Force, 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 force,
2: force, 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 force. That's a wrap.
1: Story. It's going to start It's going to start raining.